Hey, this is Adam Brown, and today I wanted to talk about a new report that looked at influencer payment expectations based on audience size and platform that was put out by Andrew Hutchinson on social media today last week. Now, what I think is interesting here is that it outlines that audience size still seems to be the biggest driver in price determination, um, but the reality is it shouldn't, right? We have found that smaller, more niche, more engaged audiences usually bring much more value. And while you shouldn't necessarily pay more for somebody with 1,000, 2,000 followers than somebody with 100,000, I would say conversely, you shouldn't necessarily pay a fortune for somebody with 100,000 followers as audience size is not the only name of the game. I would much rather have a group of people highly engaged, highly responsive, and as I've said many times before, an influencer who's in there and being responsive. When you're very um, large, uh, you probably have two camps. One, you have people that just don't respond, right? Either they are careless about it um, and they're just, they're putting out content, but they're not responding. So very monologue, not dialogue, or it's just too much, right? That it's, it's hard to, it's, it's not scalable to be able to respond to, you know, 2000 comments on a post, unless you have somebody junior working under you as do some celebrities, but then you lose some of the authenticity anyway. So again, I still look for value. I look for smaller uh, size. It talks about Instagram probably still being where um, influencers expect the most in compensation dollar-wise. Uh, Facebook a little bit less, Twitter a little bit less. It also breaks down YouTube and TikTok into different categories of sort of like the, the type of um, player it is. They call it um, peer authoritative influencers. So these are regular creators who are not celebrities as such and aspirational stars. These are high profile web celebrity creators, very, very uh, relevant on the YouTube platform. And as I posted on uh, LinkedIn yesterday, TikTok is definitely catching as far as user watch time um, and um, credibility and celebrity of some of the big time influencers that are on that. Um, but what I think is interesting about this article, and I'll share it in the show notes, is that it's a little bit binary, and I don't think things are binary, as I always say. Um, I think there's all different types of influencers. If you still want influencers that are willing to get product in exchange for a post or a review, that is never going away, right? The most pure, authentic um, influencer is one that doesn't take payment, right? They don't want to be influenced by dollars. They're willing to receive product, try it, and if they like it, they will give an endorsement of it, maybe share it with their audience just because... They're doing like the purest form of what they're meant to do, which is they're providing influence and encouraging user behavior to go out and buy a product that they adore. And this can be big time uh, influencers. I know Melissa Wood Health uh, platform, like I, I don't think she takes payment. I think she does lots of products get sent her way and she like will endorse things that she likes. And um, that's very authentic. And she's a big influencer. And a lot of small influencers still are trying to be authentic and build themselves up. I would encourage influencers it shouldn't be, let me build myself up until I can start getting a lot of money for it. Um, I don't hate on anyone that wants to do that. But for some of you, it might make sense to continue to always be an authentic influencer, regardless of your size and scope, so that it can be more authentic and honest and pure. That's just my two cents. So there's still that. Um, I think more and more influencers are starting to think, well, I want to get paid. And so you just have to be very mindful to get their rate cards, try to negotiate down. Remember, they're a human just like you. Um, they're setting a rate for uh, what they think a rate might be, but there's usually some wiggle room for negotiation. 
um, and understanding that maybe bigger uh, product drops, maybe an annual subscription, maybe a monthly drop off, maybe um, swag, maybe there's other things that could sweeten the deal that would offset actual dollars. Um, but then you also need to leave space in there for dollars and product. Um, and, you know, depending on how big of an influencer platform and program you have, you might just have some like real dollar allocation, thousand dollar plus type influencers. So taking a look holistically at your plan, there's probably a space for all of those things. And for most early stage brands, it's probably the right product for play and the right product and low payment for play partners. It takes a little bit of work. Platforms like Tagger and other ones out there can help you do it, or just the heavy lifting on Instagram DM or whatever platform DM to find them. If you put in the work, they are still out there, and I think it's worth the effort. That's it for today. I'll see you out in the field.